resource when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Talking Chop Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a fantastic start to your Friday. It's college football season. College football is finally here. It's finally time to enjoy multiple sports at the same time. Obviously, we all love the Braves being in the South, and of course, we all have you know perhaps different fandoms when it comes to college football, but it's nice to have both sports to be able to enjoy, especially when our teams win. Of course, you can find the show the Daily Hammer on the Talking Chop Podcast Network with the Talking Chop Podcast, as well as the Road to Atlanta Podcast. You can find the Podcast Network as well as all the written content from Talking Chop at TalkingChop.com and at Talking Chop across all forms of social media. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me on at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So yesterday was a bit of a unique setup, right? You know, the Braves were um, in Colorado. They were not going to get start their game started until, you know, 7.40 p.m. Central Time, 8.40 p.m. Eastern Time. But of course, it was a, you know, day of watching baseball during the day, especially when it came to the Philadelphia Phillies and the Washington Nationals. Unfortunately, not the best outcomes. Nationals go up six, they wind up losing seven to six. So, you know, what can you do? Obviously, the Braves will hopefully get their chance to take advantage of the Nationals' poorest play here in the coming days as they face the Nationals in a series coming up a bit later in September. Before the Braves, it was trying to get back on the right track after getting swept in Los Angeles, despite the fact that on Tuesday and Wednesday night, the Braves certainly had opportunities to get needed wins. They, The Braves certainly had to get back on track in Colorado because with Philadelphia's win over the Nationals in a week's time frame, the Phillies have been able to make up four games on the Braves in, in the division. Last Thursday, the Braves had a five-and-a-half game lead buildup, despite the fact that they went two straight days without playing. Well, between last Thursday and this Thursday, because the Braves had not played well you know, with the tougher part of their schedule, the Phillies came within one-and-a-half games of the Braves. Well, of course, Thursday night, the Braves game against the Rockies got off to a pretty good start. A home run, you know, in the second at bat of the game, off the bat of Jorge Soler, once again showing his massive power, made the score one to nothing, and then a big time two run double off the bat of Austin Riley made the score three to nothing. And Tuki Tassant looked like he was going to have another good start, working through the Rockies' order the first time through without issue. But unfortunately, in the third inning, that's where Tuki Tassant ran into a bit of trouble, and of course, the big hit was the. Grand Slam off the bat of Charlie Blackwin, which made the score 5-3 to three and unfortunately knocked out Tukey after the third inning. But through though the first three innings of last night's game did not work out to the Braves' favor, the last six innings certainly did. The Braves stormed back with three runs of their own in the top of the fifth due to a sacrifice fly from Dansby Swanson and a massive two-run homer off the bat of Adam Duvall. But the big story for the Braves was their bullpen last night. Using several key members of the bullpen, the Braves' relief corp was able to go six innings last night, including a very, very encouraging return to Jacob Webb, who had just been called up with September expanded lineups. He had been called up, worked two innings, the fourth and the fifth, to get basically the game back in the balance of the Braves, who then took the lead in the top of the fifth and did not look back. Richard Rodriguez, Lou uh, Jackson, Will Smith, all of them, you know, though a few of them ran into a bit of trouble, they were able to work through it. Six innings, five strikeouts, a big overall key for the Braves last night. 
Zero walks allowed. That's correct. Those Tukey himself struggled. Zero walks allowed. So the Braves didn't run into what usually hurts the relief corp in terms of them, you know, walking people and then putting themselves in bad situations that usually leads to negative outcomes. Last line, five strikeouts versus zero walks over a six-inning stretch over three, only three hits allowed over that stretch as well. The Braves relief corp was dominant in support of a, a, a not a less than ideal outing from Tuki Tassan. And at the end of the day, the Braves, despite playing in Coors Field against arguably the best home team in the National League, I think the Rockies are second in home wins this year after the Los Angeles Dodgers, and the Dodgers just passed them, having swept the Braves earlier this week. But against a very good home team and obviously a hitter's paradise, the Braves bullpen absolutely showed out. The other big thing to take away from last night's game was that, of course, with the bullpen showing out, yes, Tyler Madsick and, and a few others were not used, but with Tuki Toussaint only going three innings, you certainly have to hope that the Braves will be able to get some solid outings from Waskar, you know, with tonight, Ian Anderson, and then, of course, Charlie Morton over the weekend. But at the end of the day, a big victory for the Braves, who now have the, the two-game lead that they entered yesterday with, the two, a two-game lead with 29 games left. Obviously not the you know cushion that they had had a week ago, but that was kind of to be expected with the fact that the Braves were going to go through a tough part of their schedule. The good thing is, is that they got back on course last night to really set themselves up to hopefully have another stretch over the past few weeks like they had during August. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Obviously, the Braves had a very needed win, experienced a very needed win last night. And once again, it's not just, it's not just the fact that they won, but how they won after the bullpen had certainly run into some struggles on Tuesday and Wednesday night, giving up leads against, obviously, a very talented team in the Dodgers. You know, wins that were needed by the Braves. The bullpen worked six scoreless innings last night, and so it certainly was nice to see them get a bit on track. However, there is a bit of, you know, reason to be concerned with the bullpen. Obviously, you've got the struggles, uh, you know, over the past few weeks of Will Smith, but then, of course, today was the announcement that Chris Martin, after his struggles last night, in which he gave up the two runs for the Dodgers to come back and beat the Braves, Chris Martin goes on the 10-day IL with right elbow inflammation. It'll be interesting to see, you know, could this potentially end this season? How long will he be out? All of that's going to be determined. In a corresponding move, the Braves brought back up Sean Newcomb 
to take a spot in the Braves bullpen, hopefully with the renewed sense of being able to be effective, um, you know, moving forward. But the thing about it is this is so Chris Martin, obviously, yes, he struggled this year, but there have been times where he certainly, you know, is, is as reliable as can be, especially in the past. But now he's uncertain for the rest of the year. You look at the rest of the Braves bullpen. Will Smith has had his struggles. Richard Rodriguez, though he's been very consistent, as he has been all year, you know, before he came to Atlanta when he was with Pittsburgh and also with Atlanta, he's got the job done on a consistent basis. But low strikeout numbers, as Scott Coleman of Talking Chop mentioned, some very low strikeout numbers, you know, some some you know, advanced metrics, for instance, is expected FIP certainly is much higher than his actual ER. So it does look like Richard Rodriguez has run into a bit of luck, though that's kind of his style when it comes to his pitching. You know, overall, though, there are some warning signs that at some point he may not be as effective. So you're all of a sudden looking at a bullpen setup where you're hoping that in late game situations, you're going to rely on Will Smith, who, who obviously is running into an issue or consistently runs into issues. Even last night, he gave up a single and got a double play to get him out of trouble. Then you're also relying on Richard Rodriguez, who, yes, he certainly deserves trust, but you have to wonder if those, you know, kind of, you know, concerning, you know, underlying metrics, if they're eventually going to rear their ugly head. Then, of course, the other two, you know, in my opinion, the two best relievers right now for the Braves are Luke Jackson and Tyler Matzik. Yes, they certainly are performing well, but as we all know, Luke Jackson hardly ever makes things smooth and easy. And Tyler Matzik has, has, you know, fell off at times a bit earlier this year, but they certainly are in my opinion, the two most reliable relievers in that bullpen, along with Richard Rodriguez, to set up Will Smith. So the numbers overall for this Braves unit continue to be you know, pretty impressive. And at the end of the day, the, the, the Luke Jackson, Tyler Matzik, Richard Rodriguez, they've certainly done more than enough to earn the trust. But now with Chris Martin out of the equation, even though he was struggling, a lot of pressure falls on some of these pitchers to continue their success, despite the fact that we obviously know whether it be underlying metrics or the fact that they sometimes, you know, get too fancy trying to work out of trouble, um, it obviously can be concerning. I think Matzik certainly is a trustworthy reliever. I think you can use, you know, Luke Jackson late in games without any issue. Obviously, you need to be concerned about Will Smith, and, you know, you certainly can be, you know, pretty confident in Richard Rodriguez. So the Braves' bullpen certainly has options. It certainly remains effective for most of the time, and it's got depth in terms of being able to use different options at different times in the game. But with the loss of Chris Martin, Jacob Webb's emergence certainly could be a big development to give the Braves some depth when it comes to right-handed pitching. They do have A.J. Mentor, as well as Tyler Magic and Will Smith when it comes to Southpaws. Getting a bit more depth when it comes to right-handed relief pitching certainly could be a good development for the Braves, and they have to hope that Jacob Webb not only becomes another source of reliability when it comes to his performance, but they certainly also have to hope that the effectiveness of several of their better relievers stays as it has been, despite the fact that there could be some warning signs that trouble could be, you know, on the horizon when it came to Richard Rodriguez's performances or, you know, if Luke Jackson runs into a stretch of issues, whatever it may be, the Braves have to hope that their bullpen will certainly stay on task as it has been for much of the past few months. Obviously tonight, the Braves have the chance to get another big victory. Waskar, you know, will be on the mound. Hopefully you get five or six innings out of him to give the bullpen a bit of a rest. The offense can continue mashing and the Braves can get on another winning streak. Want to make sure that you know that you're always
a winner. When you find the opportunity to listen to the Talking Chop Podcast Network, the Daily Hammer, every uh, Tuesday through Friday, um, you've got the Talking Chop Podcast every Sunday night into Monday, and then, of course, the Road to Atlanta Podcast to begin weeks as well. With talents such as Brad Rowland, Scott Coleman, Eric Cole, and others, you're always covered when it comes to the Atlanta Braves on the Talking Chop Podcast Network, and all the written content from Talking Chop is at TalkingChop.com, as well as at Talking Chop. On social media. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC. Go Braves. It's been a pleasure being with you here again. And we'll talk to you next week here on the Daily Hammer. Hopefully, we'll have plenty to talk about when it comes to another Braves winning streak starting out in Colorado. Have a great long weekend. Happy Labor Day to all. (laughs) 